Hello, and welcome to the War Report. I am your host, Cyrus, joined by Quan. This is a show where we talk about NXT 2.0 and AEW. Quan has not returned. Hurry up, come back so I can finish the rest of the intro. How are you feeling, Quan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I had to I had to close my door because the bird in the back, and you can hear it when I recorded um, the A-show <laughs> with Niels. You can hear the bird in the background the whole time. So... I just want to go close the door. I, I, you know, just so you don't have a bird in your ear the whole time. It, it's pretty boy. obnoxious. I, I've like toned it. I've like tuned it out, so I don't even notice it anymore. But I don't want y'all to suffer through the through the bird. That boy is recording in the cabin in the woods. All right, <laughs> man. I see you, bro. Uh, uh, interesting week in wrestling uh, with Hell in the Cell in your house. Um, the rampage stuff. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff. A, I would say still, um, wrestling news is a, a pretty barren for the most part, especially on these uh <laughs> these fronts. Uh, we're not going to talk about Stephanie McMahon. I don't really care about that. Um, we are going to talk about the CM Punk thing, but we're going to do that in the AEW segment. So stay tuned two for that. Um, man, yeah, man, let's get into these trenches, man. First things first, we have new. NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Clap it up for the men. All Clap Oliver Carter and uh, Ashton Smith. My guys. Um, yeah, I, I liked them a lot in NXT UK. Uh, them uh, dethroning Mustache Mountain. I hope that results in Mustache Mountain coming over. But we just had Pretty Deadly come through, and I don't want them to cross paths again. From what it looks like, it looks like Mustache Mountain breaking up. Um, it seems um, I don't know if you've been keeping up recently, but this is the I believe this is the third time they wrestled Ashton Smith and um, and uh, Oliver Carter. Mm-hmm. So the the last time they wrestled, um, Trent Seven cheated to win, and and um, Tyler Bate was like, "What the hell? What are you doing? Like we don't do that." And Trent mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, we got to win any mean necessary." So they kind of they've been at odds a little bit, and then after the match, after um, Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter won, um, there is some tension between Trent Seven and Tyler Bates. So I think that's where they're they're headed for. Um, I hey guess. Man, thanks, Trent Seven, <laughs> but I think Tyler Bates got it from here. <laughs> it might be. Um, also, Trent Seven has some of the <laughs> nicest hair I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen that man's hair? It's like silky oh. and like. The perfect shade of gray. That's some beautiful, beautiful hair. Oh, I must say. Is, is this how you get them on the pod, bro? Yeah, seven. <laughs> if you want to come on the pod, man. Uh, um, you know. I'm a big, big NXT UK advocator. Hey, man. Thank you for all your service, but I think you should let Tyler Bate go. You feel me? And hey, man. Tyler Bate, Braun Breaker? Who says no? I need that. I need that. Uh, my, they just put, just put uh, Tyler Bate right on the main roster, honestly. Put him up there. I don't know where, but you know, whatever. I don't, I don't know what's going on up there, so I can't, I can't see a vision for him. But oh, yeah, I don't know what he would do. Hey man, him Carmelo Hayes, him, uh, you know Grimes, him, members um, King Von. No, um, sure. it would get him. I think it would help. You know, why you have a good match. Heat, but uh, hey man. Who am I? Who am I to doubt Tyler Bate? 
if, if that's what it takes, go off. And then, you know, they I, could do him, Nathan Frazier. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Oh, my goodness. Trent Seven. Yeah, I think, did they thank you for your time? service, man. <laughs> I think they might have did Tyler Nathan Frazier already. I might be oh, fucking shit. Show, show me, bro. Tell, tell me the date. Um, but while you do that, uh, how would you feel about Hell in a Cell? Um, typical of main roster WWE. The build up to it was fucking terrible. <laughs> Bes- besides the two good matches, um, and the show was good. The show there was nothing really particularly bad about it. Um, I thought almost um oh. MVP versus we're not gonna talk Bobby Lashley was was the weakest match of the night. I don't even think it was that bad. Honestly, it was fine. Um, uh... but yeah. It, it the, uh, the but the opening triple threat match was fantastic, man. That's probably it might be the best women's match I've seen this year so far. Um, they them girls went at it. It's unfortunate we didn't get the match originally in, intended for, but you know the makeup we got probably was better, so that's cool. And of course we you know we we haven't got to talk about Cody much anymore because he's no longer on AEW. But you know I've never been Cody's biggest fan, but that Hell in a Cell match was an all time performance. And a really just a really good cell match in general, but man, yeah. it was just like everything right. about that match, the storytelling, the callbacks, the moment when he took the, the robe off and the crowd didn't know how to react. They were just like silent. They right. were like, uh right. you know, they was going stupid when Kingdom. And you know what? I, I was I was going stupid with Kingdom uh when Kingdom came on. I was just like, nah, Cody, Cody about to uh, you know, he he about to show the fuck out. When he when he showed uh, when he showed that shit off and the crowd was like stunned for like Ooh. the first seven minutes of the match, yeah, said, it was that's weird. a black that's a black king right there. <laughs> that's a black king right there. Martin Luther Cody had him stunned. That was that was his. I had a dream, bro. Bro, they're gonna show that in every Cody Road video package for the till the end of time. His Hall of Fame video, you're gonna see that one moment where he took the damn robe off and his arm half his body was purple. Man, that's, what a moment. Yeah. Capital capitalizing on his little injury, making a moment out of that injury, man. That's how you do it. A lot of a lot of these other losers not doing that. You feel me? Um the uh um just to echo some other things that you said that I, I agree with. Um Bianca, Becky, and Oscar was really great, and I was very, very worried. Um <laughs> about the outcome of this match, knowing, you know, how many things have, uh, you know, Shit. went awry, yeah. but that man, know. that manhandle slam had you scared. You had you a little shook, not the manhandle slam. I would say, uh, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought Oscar was going to like take it at some point in time. I forgot when in the match, but I was like very worried whenever, uh, Bianca and Oscar was like, uh, duking it out. And whenever she went for a pin, Cause I was just like, "Hey, man, this is kind of crazy." <laughs> I feel like if they were to have Bianca lose that, lose the belt in that match, she wouldn't have been a part of the pin. I don't think she like. I don't think they oh, would no, have had no. her lose. If, if they were going to have her lose the belt, it would have would have been the two women pinning each other. But mm-hmm. thankfully, they didn't. So yeah, it looks yeah. like we're still headed towards Oscar uh, versus Becky at Money in the Bank, or they'll be involved in the the match, the Money in the Bank match itself. So that should be good. I think that had a lot of stuff. Uh, excuse me. I think that'll add a lot of star power to the match, honestly. Like rather yeah. than just having basically just the women that we saw on Raw uh yeah. in the main event and then whatever the fuck is happening on SmackDown. 
Um, SmackDown have four women to put in the damn match. <laughs> motherfucker, it's gonna be like Natalia. a whole like it's gonna be uh, so many raw women, and then it's gonna be Natalia, Shotzi, Aaliyah, and then Zia Lee or some shit. I don't know. I don't they they know. they hurting over there. Yeah, they trying though. Uh, they for sure trying though, which is like, I don't amazing to me. We'll see. I mean, they need they need Alba Fire and Io Shirai up there yesterday, so <laughs> or something. Boy, shit, yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, man. That that that's kind of it for uh, telling us. So, really, just uh, the women's triple threat and the Cody Seth performance, which I feel like you know is really up there, man. Uh, I'm 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 a fan. You feel me? Uh, uh, I can't. I can't believe I'm like enjoying Cody Rhodes. I don't. I don't know when it's uh, happened. Ne- I. I. I, I uh, wouldn't say. I wouldn't say all that. But I, I would say. Him, I, I would say I am stunned that I have enjoyed a Cody Rhodes match in 2022. Three. Three in the, a row. Yeah. Seeing. See, uh, I wouldn't say three in a row. But um, like, which one didn't you like? Um. Oh shit. Uh, I don't even remember the second one. Honestly, I don't the even think I watched one? the second. I don't oh, think I watched I was it, honestly. Oh, well, I was live for that. I love that. I thought it was better than the first one. Um, I don't even remember Backlash. I don't think oh. I watched it live, honestly. Um, That's fine. And if I don't watch the pay-per-view live, I kind of just don't watch it. <laughs> like, I mi- I missed out. Uh, I might nah. be biased. I was there, so. The, uh, what is it? The Mania match? Nah. It was more the moment. I, I couldn't really tell you much about the match. I, could tell, I just remember the moment of, you know, him coming out. I, I think he's gotten better over time, you know, him working with Seth. And, you know, that was the first time they ever wrestled. But, like, the, uh, the Hell in a Cell match, I think uh, it really all it really all came together, man. And they said he couldn't be a babyface no more. It's crazy. Was, just think it. Just that, think that was Janu- just being a mark, man. Just, just, just think in January, January, they were booing him at the building. When he was at Grand Slam, they were booing that man out the building. And look, mm-hmm. you know, not even a year later how different shit can be you know what i mean because you know Cause that, everybody because they all they all uh fucking marks over there bro not they even wanted that. to show it, the bend to like, their will you're not even that it just like look how that looks for you know if anybody did want to jump ship from aw to wwe look at the difference you know what i mean like you if you're over there bullshitting and you ain't doing nothing you're in catering or whatever and you come over to wwe this could be you this is like perfect advertising this is, this is a win-win situation <laughs> for you know, WWE, as long as this Cody project, you know, is a success, which it seems like it is. It's unfortunate he's going to yeah. be out for six months or whatever. But I don't I don't I don't think that uh, like it might have derailed his like or uh, plans for like his success or whatever. But like, I still think like the Cody project's on. As soon as he comes back, we resume. And then, yeah. you know, he's going to be at back point, in his winning ways. At this point, it seems pretty successful. I, I'm, I think I'm predicting like most that he'll probably come back for the Royal Rumble and probably win it. Mm-hmm. I guess because so. if he, because I feel like he was actually like, if he's not supposed to win, or like if he's supposed to win Money in the Bank, then just have him win the Rumble. Yeah, since I they both since they both lead to a main event at WrestleMania, I feel like you know whoever you wanted to win at the Rumble, just have him win Money in the Bank. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, just uh, you know, do the switcheroo. Um. Other news, we have Warner 
purportedly having an issue regarding MJF. I guess they didn't uh they don't know what a a work shoot was. And the them execs was just kind of confused. It was just like, you're not paying this nigga? You know what's kind of crazy? I <laughs> wonder if, corny shit. <laughs> I wonder if they got the okay to use the F word on TV like that. Because I'm thinking like your execs are there. I don't think they want to hear the F word on their show, right? That guy'd mm-hmm. be like crazy. I don't know how that works. I obviously like, you know, it wasn't like uh shoot like he obviously they knew he was gonna say the f word like the people backstage because mm-hmm. they had they had the bleep button ready immediately not like yeah. how they usually don't usually miss it so it's more like maybe i don't maybe that bothered them but yeah it seems like um that warner execs are like they don't really want to do with mjf or i but once again this could all be also just kayfabe shit where you know mm-hmm. they, someone leaked the to pw insider who reported it that hey yeah Warner not fucking with MJF. When in really reality at this point, anything involving MJF and Tony Khan could be a work at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, which I'm just like, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I'm looking at this report now, and they don't really have a quote or anything. It does, it just yeah. says like PWG Insider. I mean, uh, <laughs> PWG Insider, PW <laughs> Insider, um, and a source within Warner Brothers Discovery. Mm-hmm. Which, whatever. I I thought that promo was doing more harm than good anyway. And then, uh, hey man, this is the, y- y'all, uh, you know, wanted to capitalize on the moment and then it kind of bit him in the ass. Well, if this is true, it bit him in the ass, which I feel like um, it's definitely something, probably the last thing they wanted, you know, to really upset, you know, executives like live. And um, I think it's cap, but I, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> if, if it's true, if it's true, um, you know, that looks kind of crazy. And then also we talk. We don't talk about ratings off. But this show did not break the ceiling. It did not. It did not hit the milli. We thought what it would. The, we, pre- we predicted what, it. We thought what it the, would. What the, what the fuck do you think got to do <laughs> Like, that, that's see, where I'm. Uh, I'm kind of that. Like, what do they do to get a million? If they can't get a million off of that show with all that buzz they had, including what happened at Rampage. You can't. You can't. Uh, no. Well, uh, no, I'm not, that's it was not, before Rampage. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, like before Rampage, you have Punk as champion. You have him tagging yep. with FTR. You got uh, Warlow doing his thing, which you know I'm pretty sure that left a lot, you know, to desire. Whatever the the saying is, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that the, the um the MJF stuff. You know, you had a lot of solid stuff that could, you know, bring people in, but it seems like I, you don't really have that many people. <laughs> I myself was in my I myself was interested in you know even that episode last week. Like, okay, this we got we got some momentum going. Let's we'll see what they do with it. And I was kind of just like, okay. And it turns out they didn't really do much with it, and they still yeah. Not. So we're so we're kind of at you know see like we're stuck right below that. A million threshold we'll see if they can figure it out maybe with the build up to forbidden door get them there i don't know no we'll see <laughs> at, leading up to forbidden door absolutely not we're gonna get into it later yeah we'll get but, into that for sure nigga they do not go up for any of these new japan niggas and it's kind of crazy to me yeah um also i didn't put it in the docket but um brian's hurt adam cole's hurt 
Um, obviously, Punk's are hurt. Um, but it's not for Scorpio. long. So I, I, Scorpio uh, Sky. Scorpio Sky. So they got a couple. They got a couple of big names in there, not doing too well. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't think any of them are too serious. I think any, most of those people will be at Forbidden Door, besides Punk. Um, Adam Cole. I read a report saying he's he'll definitely be back by at Forbidden Door. So what mm-hmm. he'll be doing, I don't know. But yeah, a couple weeks to yeah. go. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think AEW is going to truly, you know, is what do it for him. Cause I know for damn show, for damn show, Osprey was not having motherfuckers. Go, 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 go back to TT. Go back to TT. Oh my god, ain't happening, brother. Um, Will Osprey? <laughs> you don't go up for no broke boys, man. Uh, next we have. Tony Storm talking about her WWE experience for the fifth time. Please ask this woman about anything else. Like, why are we asking about any current AEW wrestlers about what they're doing in AEW? I mean, did you listen to the whole thing? The whole absolutely uh, not. Because I don't care. <laughs> well, she was on the sessions with Renee pa- Paquette. Um, and if you know Renee's show, she likes to ask the former former uh, WWE guys about their time in WWE. She likes mm-hmm. to get all the, the salacious details. I'm not going to say everything that Tony said, but it pretty much added up to all the stuff she said before. She said, a uh, quote was, I wasn't uh, psyched to go to work anymore like I used to be. It just like that in NXT quickly. It was just like, this isn't going to work out because this is the pinnacle, you know? And I'm already miserable. And quite frankly, I see other people and they're miserable as well. I don't want to be like them. Um, and then she also talked about how, like, you know, her job security and how she felt uncomfortable. Like, people were getting fired left and right. Mm-hmm. And, like, what if that's me? So, you know, there's a lot of anxiety about that. It just seemed like, honestly, from what we've said a bajillion times, I just don't think that work environment was for her. And it gave, you know, it's not yeah. for everybody, and that's kind like, of what it is. Like, can we stop asking her about this? Like, you know, it makes her uncomfortable, you know? Or yeah. just, like, you know, her answer has not changed. Yeah. So why are we still asking her about this? Can we, talk, can we talk about, like, happy shit? Like, what, what is Tony <laughs> Storm planning on doing in AEW different? You know, like, what is her goals in AEW? Like, why well, are we asking AEW wrestlers about AEW? Well, she she might have had those questions asked, but we wouldn't know because all the news sites only pointed at <laughs> that one quote where you're talking about WWE. So Just, for all, you we, know, for all I know, stop talking about WWE. Like, is that the only <laughs> shit that be getting AEW wrestlers headlines, bro? Like, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't know. Um, like, we should really be changing how AEW wrestlers are interviewed. Like, <laughs> talk about anything fucking else. Um, but yeah, I don't think that we could say anything here that we said differently about Tony Storm, you know, walking out the first time or, you know, probably the just a couple episodes ago, probably like five episodes ago when she talked about her experience the first time. I don't really think that we could truly add anything else to that. Um, just have her talk about anything else or like, you know. Try to get a headline for something else. <laughs> um, that is it for in the trenches. Um, we're going to go into NXT in your house uh, to start. So that's going to be a switch up for uh, 
a, a, a little twist to the show, man. So let's get into it. Spice it up. Starting to flood out of Roxanne Perez. They guaranteed championship opportunity of her choosing. Congratulations. All right. In your house. That card. I already got it up. But uh, how'd you feel about the show overall? I liked it. I liked the show. Um, once again, just how I talked about Hell in a Cell. The build up, build up to these, this show, terrible. That was Oof. some of the worst. That was the worst five weeks of NXT I've ever seen in a row since 2.0 started. Um, <laughs> but man, I, yeah, I feel like everything delivered for the most part of what I expected or mm-hmm. surpassed it. Um, for example, you know, the opener, I had no in- anticipation that match being good. And yeah, that match was good. <laughs> um, very creative finish. Um, Tony D'Angelo definitely thrives in this creative, uh, <laughs> let's call it a creative setting. Um, one-on-one matches doesn't really seem to be like the sort of thing. It seems that he is very, uh, you know, tag team sort of multi-man match guy, which, hey man, there's a lane for that. So um, I don't think that's too uh, necessarily a bad thing. Um. For Stacks, Two Dimes, uh, Channing Lorenzo, and Tony Donovan, I wouldn't say they showed me much, but they weren't terrible out there. Um, so I, th- I thought the, those, the, those two were like fresh, fresh recruits, like never wrestled before, but they were, mm-hmm. they've been wrestling for a little while. So, so I was watching that match. I was like, these two are way too comfortable in that ring to be moving like that. I was like, hold <laughs> on, something's up. These guys ain't that good. Never. Then someone told me on the timeline that they've been wrestling for a little bit. So I said, okay. I was about to say anything Whoa. notable or are they just indie dudes. Um, I believe Troy Donovan might have done dark a couple times. Oh, um, whatever. Um, <laughs> nope. Uh, no, that's good though. Um, I definitely think as more, uh, the more that they get comfortable with God of the Phantasma, I think the more you know they'll get better and show out a little more. Um, you know, just they'll do better once they develop an actual rivalry with uh, Logato de Fantasma. Um, I don't think they're bad in any sort of way. Um, just bland in the name. And I hate that they're with Tony D'Ansel because I think he's kind of bland as well. But um, they're good, man. They're really good. Logato de Fantasma, they are fantastic, man. They, um, All three of them, really, just really good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cruz del Toro, you know, that's my guy. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. He looked good out there. Wild, he's he's solid. But man, um, Santos, over. That boy is over, man. Damn. Insanely, uh, insanely over. It, it it seems that uh, you know, if you listen to the A show, they're following the kind of uh the Cameron Grimes school of uh babyface shit where yeah. hey man, servitude and then break free. 
You know what? You know what? You know what this reminds me of Najee mentioned that and who's booking mm-hmm. this show. I don't know if you remember ever heard about this storyline where um Shawn Michaels went broke, so he was he was working for JBL. Yes, I know the storyline. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I believe uh I watched the match. I watched the match where uh, that uh that angle was in play. I'm not sure if it was Shawn Michaels versus like the Kurt Kurt Angle or a John Cena, but um it was a good match and I found it hilarious because JBL gets on the apron. He's just like, What the hell are you doing? You're trying to get paid. <laughs> Why was Shawn Michaels broke? <laughs> hey, man. Sex, that's what sex and drugs do to you, man. Oh like this is this is well this is well into his um Christian life. Oh, yeah. Born again Christian, but yeah, um, I can't. I work. can't. I cannot wait for uh, you know Santos Escobar to be back at that top or at that, that pinnacle again. Um, and if they're going to keep him in an ex- like, let's say there is no call up in the future, let's just, just rule I'm that out. Predi- That's the- I'm done predicting call ups anymore. I'm not doing it no more. I'm trying to stop it. Like I'm trying to stop that thing <laughs> from being on the show. Like we're just going to let it happen. But yeah. people need to leave. Um, <laughs> Please. Braun Breaker finally loses that NXT championship to who, whomever the fuck. Big heel, whatever. I see Santos rising from those ashes <laughs> and winning that mm. belt. Because um, I don't like how they kind of did him the first time when he faced it off against Braun Breaker, and I don't really think they should be running that match again if they're both going to be faces. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I have to kind of say about that match and Elgato Duff Fantasma's future. Um, next, we have Mandy Rose versus Wendy Chu, and niggas hate it. Niggas saw, the match, on, the, niggas saw the match on paper and said, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you know, the, this is the thing. A lot of the like, reactions, a lot of the, oh, a lot of the reactionary stuff about like NXT it often people who just saw like a gif or, or a screenshot and it's never like in context. Mm-hmm. Like, so people, so like I tweeted that like Wendy Chu out of context must look crazy. Like it must be like, like what the hell is going on down there? If you don't watch it, it, it looks fun. Like tap in, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. Like if I saw like, if that was a clip from my like AEW dark, I would look at that and say, what the hell are they doing down there? So I totally oh, yeah. get where it come from. But yeah, no, but Wendy Chu, she's real deal. She's been in, uh, in the PC for what? Four years now, at least. Hey, Amen. Three gimmicks in. They, she they, better have it by now. They they had her bullshit in as Tian Shah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Mei Ying. Yeah, whatever the fuck. And put, uh, what is it? Blowing zooties in niggas' faces. <laughs> um, that's over with, bro. Uh, we up now. You know, Good old-fashioned fun wins again, you know. Uh, this match is really good. I, you know, I still think Mandy Rose is fairly decent in ring. You know, it's been kind of topsy-turvy since. Uh, she's serviceable. She's yeah. Fine. She's making it work, man. Um, we need, I feel like we need to really show the fuck out. Um, she couldn't get she that jacket, t- though. She took, it took her a minute to get that damn jacket. Windbreaker, you know, windbreaker hard to get out of when you sticky and sweaty, <laughs> bro. Um, but no, nah, I like the shirt. I like the shirt. It had the uh, toxic attraction with their faces X'd out. Um, yeah. Nah, man, it was all great. I loved it. Um, I I'm a big fan of Wendy Chu, man. I hope she actually like finds some success. 
you know, in NXT or when she goes up. Um, yeah. Next, we got Toxic Attraction, G.D. Dolan and J.C. Jane versus Casey Cannonzaro and Caden Carter. And I'll say this, man. Called her by government. Uh, oh, it's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Katana Jams, my fault. Uh, it just came out so naturally. Um, I'll say this about uh, Kazana Chan. Uh, what is it? KC squared. Oh, I think <laughs> I didn't catch that. I think that they can really put it together. They can really like do some crazy shit in there. Does it all make sense? And does it all work? Hey, man, sometimes I'm just along for the ride. But I definitely think that these two are a tag team that should be given a chance to actually have, you know, either women's tag team championships. Like, they could really put these matches together. I don't think they've had a, a really bad match in a long time. No. Um, I, I found them kind of uninteresting for a long time. I still don't that's find about, them that That's about it. That's, yeah, that's they're, not, they're not too interesting. I'll be they're honest. They're bland. Well, like, you know. They're trying. Pres- but presentation is whatever. They're promos, whatever. But when it comes to that in-ring shit, it really comes together. And I know I'm kind of down on, or like, I would kind of be really worried about other people that are just good in in-ring and nothing else. But um, give, give somebody else the book and try to give them some personality, bro. Because uh, once that ha- once the- once that happens, I think it, it it that's the final little puzzle piece there. They might be one of them NXT people that kind of more so it works on the main roster better than it works on NXT, like a like a um Elias, yeah, like Elias, <laughs> um or Ezekiel. Rest in peace, Elias, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but nah, they're really fucking good. Now, Toxic Attraction. I said that coming into this match, I no longer want to be on the fence about toxic attraction. I need to know if they really have, like, in myself, I need to know if they actually got it or not and which one's the better person in the team. And I walked out that match with that answer still unanswered. I, I, don't, I don't know how to feel about toxic attraction as, like, a tag team. I don't care about him, um, especially Gigi. I think Gigi's more disappointing to me because I feel like I thought she was kind of something, you know, the name was ringing. I mean, the name, she was getting a little buzz before she had WWE. I mean, mind mm-hmm. you, it was for some some antics, not so much <laughs> like actually <laughs> in ring work, but like I thought she would be a little bit more dynamic to the group, and I feel like she's the least interesting out of the three. And also, she might be the worst wrestler out of the three. Um, JC seems somewhat a little more interesting i guess but yeah they, they're kind of bland to me bro i'm sorry i don't i have no interest in toxic attraction any of the three really whenever jc was in the ring they were doing like cool shit i what is it gg dolan did you know the finish where she did uh you know the uh oh also mandy rose retained we forgot to mention that but you know gg dolan getting the win where she did uh that little german suplex and i was just like that's cool but everybody could do a german well, she landed kind of crazy too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because I feel like it's just because they're like so small, so like yeah. you don't really know how to gauge so much power. <laughs> but um, I thought the the German with the bridge is really cool. But 
we already had a shawty with a big old ass doing German suplex and she went to AEW. So it's just like and did it better last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so I don't really know how to feel about toxic attraction currently. Like I'm still in the middle of the road with them and I I'm I can't really say it. that's a good thing know. or a bad thing. You're in the middle. You're in the middle. I'm off. I'm already off. I'm off the train, I, man. I'm trying to decide. Like I really am, but like I just feel like that. I'll probably have to watch that match back or something. But I don't really know. Um, but Toxic Attraction wins. Um, they are. They come out of in your house, solid, clean. There's a whistle. So clean sweep. That's all good. Next, we got Cameron Grimes versus Carmelo Hayes. Not surprisingly, not match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, no, the match was cool, but it was just like it was just kind of cool. It, it was like it wasn't bad, it wasn't amazing, yeah. it was good, it was just like it was there. It was, it was, I, it? it was, it was all right. Yeah, I gave it actually, I gave it a 3.75 out of five. So I think I, I think I remember like, like, like liking the closing couple minutes a lot. It's been, yeah. it's been so, <laughs> it's been so long since I watched the show, I don't even remember what happened anymore. Um, I would say that I felt the match was very slow for most of the part. And then once everybody pointed out in the Discord, that it was just like, hey, man, <laughs> everybody was tapping, they watching the Discord. And then they finally did like a Spanish fly or some shit. Yeah, and everybody was just like, oh, they picked it up. To me, I was just like, yeah, this match is still like whatever. Um, that spot you know what ain't it, really moved me. You know what it is? I've noticed Carbello works a really, really old school style. It took me a while to figure out what something about Carmelo that I couldn't really like get into his matches sometimes is that because they start off in such a fast paced show like NXT 2.0, his matches always start off really, really slow in the pickup at the end, which is like such an mm-hmm. old school kind of way of wrestling. Which is that's fine. It doesn't have to be a million miles yeah. per minute, but Absolutely I just feel not. like they could have kicked it up a little sooner. Yeah, yeah, without saying they maybe you know got there a little sooner than taking that long to get there. Yeah. Uh I would say not a uh, not the huge hugest fan of this match, but Carmelo Hayes is once again your North American champion, and I think this is it worries me a little bit because I'm just like this. It seems like he really can't be or like you know the title a Charlotte, is a Charlotte situation where yeah, like, they don't matter the, the, the title. The title is what keeps him afloat right now. And hey amen. If that means that he's always gonna have championships and stuff, hey amen. That's fire. <laughs> but you know, he, he got to stay afloat without it. You know, yeah. You have you have the Charlotte problem when Charlotte doesn't have the belt. She's just stuck. <laughs> uh, she's just, interesting. She's just there <laughs> and, and interesting. Um, so you got to be careful with that, unless you want Carmelo to be a, a twenty gajillion time champion. You know, of whatever division he's in. <laughs> That's what's gonna have to happen for people to really care. That's cool. That's fine. Uh make our championship uh, you know, US and just being an asshole the whole time. Uh it is what it is on that. What I feel is the match of the night, we have pretty deadly versus the Creed Bros. Smashes fire, smashes it, smashes heat, smashes yeah. fire, bro. Like this. Every positive word I can give to this match. This is another match where it definitely worked the old school style where, you know, 
heel got the heat on, you know, the baby face, time for the hot tag, and then the match turns up at the end. I mean, you can't defeat that. There's nothing better than, you know, just that classic tag team wrestling where, you know, hot tag and then everything kind of turns up at the end. Man, family in the crowd. Yeah, families in the crowd. This is the most old school shit you could do. Families in the crowd cheering the baby faces <laughs> on. Uh, it's, it's so interesting, the dynamic of NXT 2.0, because it's like this futuristic, fresh, you know, new wrestling, but it's also booked really old school. And it's like old school, really old school, just with fresh faces. And yeah, like a, <clears throat> old school, it, it was kind of out of style for NXT. And the competitor is not really doing much of that unless they're ripping off Bret Hart. So, um, it feels new, which is crazy. Uh, we are regressing yeah. as a society. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, nah, man, I, you know, Pretty Deadly could work, man. They are fantastic. The Creed yeah. brothers are also insane. I think Brutus, um, the cannonball shit, save that for the outside. Because when he no, does the dog. Rock- rather- I rather no. do it in the ring. It looks it looks much safer. No, it looks it looks dumbest. Well, <laughs> on the outside with both dudes ready to catch you because it kind of looks silly in the uh, when he did a ring and he kind of just like bumped him and they just landed straight on his ass. I was just like, not a second work, big talk. You got to change it up. <laughs> um, and then the finish with Julius going for the shooting star press. Amen. Beautiful shooting star press. Clean. Clean. Um. Man, I can't I cannot wait to see like them versus like Street Profits or some shit, man. Ooh. They're gonna go absolutely crazy. And I'll tell you right now, when they get to the main roster, Julius is gonna be in a tag team for maybe six months. This they're gonna make that guy a singles guy immediately. Can't leave Brodus behind, man. Brutus is about to be the the um the Dur- Tucker dirty. of the of the uh, crew. Come on, man. I don't want to do I don't want to call him Mario Gennetti. He's not Mario Gennetti. I don't even know what to call him, but it, don't do them like that, bro. But, I don't know. It could be a Scott Steiner, Rick Steiner situation, I think. That's okay. Uh, Rick, what is I mean, it? Rick did I... He 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 going to beat the uh he, he going to beat the allegations, man, just like Angelo Dawkins. Y'all need to stop doing my mans like that. Um, yeah, Angelo Dawkins been getting written off for like 3 years. People can't wait for him to get dropped. Motherfucker, <laughs> you ready for him? And I'm just like out in the day. They and I'm wait. just like he is infinitely better than the days where he was uh you know swag school hipster cooking dancing nigga you feel yeah, me like he's a lot better now than he was yeah you know, y'all need to stop that. first started for real for real <laughs> um i don't know what tag team you know where the dude went off to like do some single shit and then just came back to the tag team like nothing happened but uh let let Montez do that just be a single dude for a little bit but Hopefully come back it. when yeah, yeah, man, a little, little Kofi joint, you feel me? But don't stop, stop trying to write my dog Dawkins off like he ain't that nigga, man. He really be killing it. But same for Brutus, man. Stop doing my dog like that. He he be he be in there working, man. I need to stop doing that. Um, um, but yeah, great match. It's it's unfortunate that pretty deadly didn't have a, a longer reign. But I mean, the rain was the, the rain was kind of at the last minute anyway. And also, yeah, you can't have no, no, no. you can't have the Creed lose the tag title ship. Tag, tag championship match for the third time in a row. You're like at this point, you got it. You had to give it the belts. Hey man, not everybody needs a long reign. You know, you strike while the iron is hot, and they put the micro. Uh, they put the iron in the microwave, and then put it for another two two weeks, <laughs> and then another month or so. But you know, it was I'm hot. Sure pretty deadly. will get it back really soon. So, I'm not and if they don't, 
that's fine. It's okay. Like, it was the perfect moment. Like, we don't, ha- uh, what is it? We don't have to worry about them not getting a real tag team reign. Cut, mm-hmm. cut that shit out, man. Uh, they, did, they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, they got, the, they got the creeds over, which is the whole point. Yeah, good on them. Uh, in such a short time, too. But they were already over as shit. They were already getting over it. Main event time. Joe Gacy versus Braun Breaker. Joe Gacy, you have successfully beat the uh, Bray Wyatt allegations. You are now Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you, you, um, you beat the allegations, bro. Good shit. <laughs> we, so we did, we did not have high hope for this match. We thought I specifically tweeted this is going to be the worst match of the night. And I was pleasantly surprised. They proved me wrong. This match was actually pretty, I'll say good. It was a good match. And it definitely had a lot of main roster style shenanigans on it. But I feel like for this kind of matchup, that's what you needed anyway. Um, Ron Breaker might have possibly had one of the best spears ever. Um, it's, 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 it might be Rhino level, who I think has the best spear. It's up there. Um, Joe Gacy took a wild bump on the um, on the announce table. I think that's kind of be gonna gotta be the key for him to kind of get over it and take him some wild bumps. You got to be like the new age McFoley at this point and just take some like not like you know death defying bump, but like mm-hmm. you know you know them like remember like Foley would take the the stairs bump where he like he'd go knee first to the stairs and flip over it, yeah, which is crazy. I don't know why he would do that. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, I feel like it kind of got to be where Joe Gacy's lane's at. Like, he had to be able to get his ass beat really good. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that the supernatural and the spooky shit was not turned up to the maximum. Like, I, I was expecting, you know, the Druids to get, like, revealed and, you know, to for them to cheat a bunch and all that. But I feel like, you know, Excuse me. Their involvement were just perfectly okay with me. Yeah. And the match was over. Like, uh, I really just, I, you know, like we said, we thought this match was going to be pretty bad and uninteresting because, you know, I didn't really care about the first match. Uh, it left a lot to be desired, which, you know, they brought it for this match, just like we this, predicted. In this feud. Also, <laughs> Before you go any further, I have another wrestling trope that I'm so, 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 so tired of. I'm so tired of the baby face having a weapon in his hand and being conflicted on whether to use it or not. I Yo, can't stand it. When Braun Breaker looked at it and then he turned his back completely around and tried to hand it to the referee, I like, said, dog, are you stupid? <laughs> are you uh. dumb? And then also, for the, um, and for, the creep, honestly, the creep if, brother if I was, did it too. Oh yeah, they uh, yeah, because they, they, uh, <laughs> they were gonna hit him with the belt or whatever. Yeah, and they were just like, nah. Their mind. um, nah. But Braun Breaker just being like, all right, I'm just gonna act like Joe Gacy's not here, and then the ref <laughs> turn just around. Not, I feel like the ref should have just chucked that bitch to the side, just let that bitch out. Um, yeah, so dumb, so silly. Uh, but besides that, I thought it was really cool. And the finish, 
when Joe Gacy went for the backspring, whatever the fuck, and then Braun Breaker speared him out his goddamn uh, his button up. I thought that <laughs> shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was a hell of a spear, man. Um, yeah. um and then All on the high note, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say in your house was really good. Um, it was a very okay pay per view. If, if you're to rate it out of a ten, what are you giving it? Out of a ten, I probably give it like an eight. I would think an eight as well, maybe seven and a half to eight ish. Um, seven half, uh, eight ish. I would say Cameron Grimes and Carmelo Hayes kind of left a lot to be desired. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm being insanely harsh on that match, but uh, yeah, you are being a little harsher on that match. I thought you would be. Yeah, um, I was just kind of just not engaged for a lot of it, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think the match is actually that bad. I just wasn't really engaged with most of it. If, uh, and then Toxic Attraction and uh, KC Squared, I was. Yeah, that really? was the weak part for me. I was kind of hyper focused on just like, is Toxic Attraction good? <laughs> yeah, you guys are trying to convince yourself, man. They ain't good. Yeah, uh, my my brain started short circuiting, but let's finally get into NXT. Um, Great American Bash is coming back uh, July fifth, so that means oh, Monday is July fourth. So that should be cool. That should be fun. Um, or is it? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think they're is gonna, it, they're is gonna, this a, is this a premium live event? No, it's just one of those specials they do. It's gonna be on okay. USA. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, it's not gonna be a pay per view. I'm about to turn up on Monday. What? <laughs> um. Uh, Roxanne defeats Tiffany Stratton in the Women Breakout Finals. Great for her. Um, honestly, there was no wrong winner here i thought the match was fantastic and great on yeah. both parties I wish, I wish it was a little longer that's my only complaint i wish it yeah, was a little yeah. bit longer i wish it was on the pay-per-view but i understand why it wasn't yeah they didn't need to have that on pay-per-view yeah um i, I just yeah, feel like it, it would have got match. more time if it was on the pay-per-view. bro man tiffany stratton <laughs> so fat yeah. mind you she got i think she got hired the vegas the vegas tryouts i think she got hired mm-hmm. so that wasn't how long ago was that it wasn't that long ago. Like less than a year. Five, six months. Yeah. No, it was more than that. When was that? That was SummerSlam last year. So it's been a year since she's yeah, been signed. So she's an athlete. Yeah, man. She's an athlete. She can go. She's a runner. She's I, a track star. What? <laughs> she, she can really go. Um, that 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 little best moonsault ever she did. Christopher Daniels ain't done that since 2006 at uh, that level. That was, <laughs> that was a beautiful moonsault. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I think she's great, man. I think uh, yeah, they really and Roxanne has been wrestling for a really long time already. So uh, has she? Yeah, she's not fresh. She's not really new to this. Okay, I didn't know how long she's working. Um, so for her and Tiffany Stratton right, putting it together, man, they're great. Um, before we get into the post match shit, I want to say that um. Very, this is like a nitpick, it doesn't really matter. I'm pretty sure people don't really remember. But Vic Joseph trying to say that Tiffany Stratton don't really belong in this match because you know she kind of just got inserted to the tournament out of nowhere. But it's not like she had the same kind of like amount of time off than Roxanne because the same night where she wasn't in the tournament, well, like basically, what he was saying that like 
Roxanne had two matches and Tiffany yeah. only had one. But Tiffany wrestled Saray that night, one on one, the night yeah. of like the first breakout. So she kind of did have two matches. Way Way Barry had him cooked there. That boy was trying to that boy was trying to talk himself, trying to say Tiffany Stratton ain't belong, but she's the goat. You feel me? You're trying to get the story over, and Wade was like, "No, we're not getting the story <laughs> nah. over." Nah, like, he ain't gonna lie on my girl. You feel me? Shut that shit up. You know what? Man. Lay my Okay. Um, and then post match, we have talks of good traction coming out. Mandy once again just saying the same old shit, and then. Roxanne just fucking rocks her shit. <laughs> no pun intended, but Danny was talking. And she said, uh, "Hey man, good shit. Stop, stop having Mandy talk for uh for a very long period of time. Just, just punch her in her fucking mouth." Um, why? You know why didn't they just call her Roxanne Perez, Roxy Perez? When that just made more sense. People are gonna chant Roxy anyway. Also, her name not even. I thought her name was like Roxy to begin with. It's, it's Carla. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just seen it. I didn't realize her name. Where'd she get Roxy from? Hey, um, man. That's a good little name, man. Carla, um, like an old lady name. <laughs> so, Talking of Attraction and uh, Cora Jade also came out as well. Um, they are fighting off Toxic Attraction, and it's a two-on-three situation until the return of the big dog, Beating the I ain't going nowhere allegations. Indy Hartwell comes out for the save. Um, I'm glad she's back and uh, you know did her thing. Uh, not not knocking motherfuckers out of her Air Force Ones. I'm sorry for doubting you, Queen. Yeah, I, th- I thought they had nothing for. Her. I thought Creative had nothing for. Her. I'm gonna be honest with you. So I was happy to see. Involved. I was happy to see <laughs> on the screen. Um, do you think that I saw people talking about that instead of doing Mandy versus Cora Jade, they do the thing again where they have um instead the winner of the tournament asked for a tag title match instead and then we get fucking <laughs> Roxanne and Cora versus Toxic Attraction for the tag belts team 2001 let me talk to you let me talk to you I see I, I, I'm telling you what I saw on the timeline I just saw a couple people say that that's all don't that's do all. that <laughs> don't do that um I know it sounds like a great idea in everybody's head but let's not do that um Unless Indy Hartwell actually dethrones Mandy, if that I I don't I hope not. Yeah, eh, let's not let's not do that, guys. Let's not uh, let's not do that. <laughs> Next, uh, we got Pretty Deadly versus Chase. You, uh, shout out to Thea Hale. You know, getting that full scholarship to Chase. You. And then uh, Pretty Deadly coming out, being some haters, some hoes. And then they got uh, Brody Hayward kind of fought their ass up. Um, and then they beat his ass after. <laughs> I wish that, I wish we saw the Raw. But um, Audrey Chase coming up to Brody Hayward, being like, who got you? And being <laughs> mad as hell. <laughs> That was a real ass nigga, man. Yeah, the, North, the North Carolina came out of him. That's what happened. Yeah, that boy said, they caught my name. Mm-hmm. I'm about to whoop some ass. <laughs> and honestly, that shit was fire. Like, that shit had, uh, that handicap match had me going way more than uh, the Soul of Sequoia shit that we're going to talk about in a little bit. I don't um, really care about the match that much, honestly. Yeah, I, 
this was this was the better ha- uh, quote unquote handicap uh, little match thing. And Andre Chase was going out there bodying niggas. <laughs> <laughs> that boy got the Chase U stomp off and everything in the handicap situation. Yeah, get the, get, the, get the Chase U stomp off on the handicap match is kind of crazy. <laughs> I thought that was great. Especially and then, against two uh, niggas that are way bigger than you. <laughs> Ten, pretty deadly is a big dude. Fucking you. Ten <laughs> niggas are JoJo characters, bro. <laughs> um, I I don't remember the rest. Did Brody Hayward get involved? I know Pretty Deadly wins, but I saw I Thea Brody Hale Hayward. going for a tag. But did yeah. she get tagged in? I don't, I, I don't I, remember at I that point. She, I think she did like a move on somebody. She might have got tagged in. Yeah. But that's cool. Whatever. Whatever. I forgot. Yeah. I thought the segment was great. Chase you losing, it doesn't matter. I thought this was an impressive showing on all parties. Um, and Thea Hale, fresh out of high school, already on TV, got the scholarship. (laughs) She she uh she's doing big things, man. Love to see it. Um next. Uh, Braun Breaker comes out and he's kind of just saying like, you know, I wish he would just say who's next, like Goldberg. Basically, it, it basically yeah, at that point, I, I wish he well. did. Uh, <laughs> then Apollo Cruz comes out. Apollo. I was just he came out and then he was just like, I'll see you. And I was just like, well, okay. Like, can we get somebody that's actually like, you know, ready to go? Like, um. And then Soda Sokoa, he gets into it with uh, oh, before, Carmelo whoa, 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 Hold on, oh, before ahead. you go into the, into the Apollo thing. I'm upset. I want the accent. I want the accent. Okay. I like the accent. I thought it made him unique. Now he just, he just feels like a guy now. Yeah, you know what? He does just feel like, He just feels like... <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want well, the accent. I want when, the he was there, when, when he was standing in front of Braun Breaker and they were both just smiling and waving at one another, I was just like, yeah, oh, y'all two are just two plain-ass baby faces just yeah, looking at each other. Uh, so, I don't know what wrinkle they're going to add to that match um, if they ever have it, but earlier on the show or, you know, literally the segment before. So Sokoa gets into it with uh, Melo and Waller. And I was just like, whatever, let's just, let's get to it. I thought Waller's involvement was just like, why are you here? But then I realized why I I I realized why in the main event. Um, So they come out and so is just like, you know, I got my backup and then Apollo Crews is his tag team partner. Which also and, I don't understand. Why was he? The, why was he? Why does he care about these guys? That's what, just, I, that's what lost me. I was like, why is he in this I, match? I was just like, just have Braun Breaker talk his shit, and then you know, kind of end that. And then when Sokoa is just like, you know, I got my partner with me, and have Apollo be a surprise. But apparently, that was a crazy idea. So I'm just like, whatever. It was just also, like, nah, you got to have him on the show to blah blah blah. I saw a report. Um, I don't know if anything like really verified, but internally they're saying that Apollo Cruz is like officially on NXT now. It's not like it's not like Dolph Ziggler or like uh, oh, who was the other one? or like uh, who's the other guy who was down there for a minute or like Natalia who has shoot down there for like a month. Mm-hmm. I think he's like on it on it. At least internally, that's what people are saying. So he might be there for a minute, I guess. Give me the accent, man. Uh... I don't know how I feel about him being there long term. I didn't. I don't really think there's a, a a lane for him. But I guess if you if somebody needs to get Von Wagner over, 
That's your guy. Where Baba Tunde? Where Baba Tunde at, man? Where's, where's Commander Z's at, man? I think I'm okay without him, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, this match is going on, and then uh, Carmelo Hayes and Waller, and then I realized, oh, Trick really ain't ready. Yeah, that's what my thoughts were too. I was like, oh, Trick not Trick ready. really ain't ready, huh? No, I don't know if we're gonna get there either. Hopefully, you know, when they, after these tours, you start to figure it out a little bit more. I hope they got him on the on the car for the tours because <laughs> I, that I don't know, man. But I think Trick is okay because he's so entertaining that he doesn't have to do a lot in ring. I feel like I th- personally, I think him and Melo should go for a tag team title run or at least go for it. I think they should be a tag team for a minute. If he, give something to do. Is, if he is not even, if they weren't confident to put him in this match, we're not tag. I mean, like, <laughs> I go for the, I mean, like, go for the tag belt. So, you know what I mean? Like, be a no, tag I, team for a minute. No, I know. I hear yeah. you. And if he's not confident to tag with Melo here, I don't think they should be even entertaining a run for, uh, for trying to get those tag titles. I'd be someone trick, man. I guess he could just be a manager. I don't know. He's, he's like, he's still new to this. This, this has been less than a year or so. We'll see. And then I'm seeing I'm seeing it come together for a lot of folks that are just less than a year in. So some some people it takes a little longer, man. Hey man. Does WWE got the time to wait? They do, but they do. And they I, wait. I, I think luckily Chick Williams is so entertaining, it won't matter. So I think he's gonna he's he's you're gonna keep him around for a while because he's that no 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 but dark it, implications. I love I love my guy, but it has to come together. Plus, without Trick Williams. Carmelo becomes very bland. He kind of I mean, needs yeah. Trick Williams, so I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> he very much needs Trick. We, uh, and I say that to say this because you know MVP has you know been giving a lot of co-signs to Carmelo, man. And if he says that I can speak for him, back a lot, you know. Oh. I, I I guess uh, Team BBC is about to get a third member. Pause. Whoa. <laughs> hey, yo. So that's that. This match perfectly fine. It wasn't really invested. I the so it's a cool thing of you know, I got next. I'm just like, hey man, get that match going already. <laughs> you not feeling solo? Um, he's over, man. He's over crazy. I think he's cool, but I'm just like, you know. I that being his catchphrase, a little lame. Cause the catchphrase is done as soon as he actually gets next. So, also no grimes on this episode. There are no grimes, so take that. That's fine I don't know what's going on with that. That's okay with me, man. I, I'm um, not predicting any call ups, like I said. So, but <laughs> I don't know. Let's hope. Um, I already talked about uh, Apollo and Breaker talking, so um, I got this. Uh, because we both did the docket, but I guess we can talk about it. Um, Santos and Fraser, really good. Good match. Good match. Um, I also Tony D'Angelo was really good on commentary. I liked him on commentary. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I thought he did, did a good job. <laughs> I like when I think like uh, Santos did like a tope or like some shit, and then Tony D'Angelo stepped off commentary and said, "Stop doing that." <laughs> <laughs> That's just not cool. Don't do yeah. it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, take that shit out your repertoire, bro. 
right now. <laughs> um, and I, I believe it was like his signature little arrow, uh, yeah. little thing. Um, or like you know the shit he was doing as King Cuerno. Yeah, I thought that I shit was very funny. I mean, he's also, still um, he's still right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, also, um, the storyline of uh, Legato having to be um. The family's, you know, errand boys or whatever, they better be really very, very, very careful. Very careful how they handle this. I would think just avoid having them clean anything <laughs> and then we're all good. They're towing a fine line. That's all I'm saying. Just be just careful. Make, just make sure they're not, you know, they can't do the lawn work that uh, yeah, if, they're, if they're mowing a lawn that grinds the edges. <laughs> Um, they're building, they have to build a house or something. Come on, you know what I mean? <laughs> no woodwork, no cleaning, <laughs> no translating. Oh no, uh, yeah, none of that. But when <laughs> when Tozi D'Angelo said, Hey man, you know, stop dressing so fresh, I said, That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't have them in a white beater. Uh, you know, I I feel like, you know, this is a fine line, but I feel like they can get through it for real, for real. Uh, Be careful. Now, quick hits. We got Josh Briggs v- defeating Von Wagner in a whatever match. And I was just like, what the fuck have we been having Von Wagner beat the shit out of all these people for or just to lose to this nigga? Who should be going was- back to the tag team division now that his partner's fine. It's, um, that was Von Wagner's first loss of the year. Um, I think it might be his first loss since that Fatal Four Way when he debuted. I don't think he lost since then. Yeah, this match has kind of happened. Um, I guess it's cool to see Jensen back. I guess he's good to go. He took the cast off. Uh, distraction finish. I have nothing else to really add to this. I don't really care about the storyline. Um, I I'm more interested in Von Wagner in NXT UK than I am on NXT. He seems way more interesting on UK. Uh, same with Lash Legend. Um, <laughs> and speaking of Lash, she got next for Alba Fire. Uh, Alba Fire defeats uh, Tatum Paxley, and I felt was a pretty good match uh, for the most part. I like these Alba Fire uh, little exhibition matches, but uh, let's have those on SmackDown. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> next, Giovanna Vinci is Fabian Eichner. So um, everybody kind of called it. Um, we'll see yeah. how it goes. All I, like I would say, all I would say is, yeah, I like Eigner and the watch that he had in that video package. That was like the little like speaker box or some shit, or little like a tape recorder. It. That shit is hard. I watch, it. watch it back. That watch is hard. Can somebody ID that watch for me? That watch is hard. Um, My thing is, do we need like two a Italian? Bond talking. Do we need two oh. Italian gimmicks on the show? <laughs> Got overboard. Is Shawn Michaels Italian? Who's Italian back there? What's Shawn Michaels? He might be Italian. I mean, I'm sure he is a, just a. I bet he has like. I bet he's like Irish descent. Um, Hickenbottom. That sounds Irish. I don't know what the fuck that is. I would say, yeah. I don't know what to do with all these Italians. <laughs> Some bad Italians. Um, but they're gonna have to find something for this motherfucker to do. And it seems like he's just gonna be, uh, you know. He just go be well dressed flexer, so we'll see how that um, works. I feel like Waller was already doing that, but 
It is what it is. I, I feel like he's just going to take the part of L.A. Knight since L.A. Knight is now gone. Um, but will he be as over as L.A. Knight? Who knows? Next, we got the Creeds versus uh, Malik Blade and Anofe. Uh, next week. Um, Roderick Strong was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Roderick Strong was just like, the fuck are you giving out these matches to these motherfuckers for? Um, which is whatever. And then Joe Gacy's Disciples will debut next week. Um, the Thyad? Diad? Diad? I don't know how to say it. I, I just read it. I, I, I don't recall him saying it on the promo, but I also kind of tuned the promo out. If yeah. it's not formally known as Grizzled Young Veterans, I have no idea it's what the be. fuck are they doing with Grizzled Young yeah, Veterans. Yeah, they've, they've been on TV for like two months. It has to be. I, I know I have no reason to believe that it is them. It's just the TL talking, but I am expecting them because I'm just yeah. like, what else are they fucking doing right now? This is like, um, yeah, this is the, definitely the fan base trying to will something to happen. Like, remember when, um, and I'm and Wanda I wish Vision, they would, yes, remember Wanda <laughs> and it was like, it's gonna be Morbius, gonna be Morbius, and then it never, not Morbius, fucking Mephisto, and then it, no Mephisto Wait. ever. <laughs> they tried to will Mephisto into every episode. Oh, that was Mephisto right there. No. <laughs> Never, never was. All, all, all your Easter eggs and whatever. Um, but yeah, that is it for NXT. We got a lot of stuff lined up, but so does AEW. So let's get into that. Main event. Oh, number one contender. Yes, the number one contender, John Moxley, will take on the winner of the Battle Royal at Dynamite, and the winner will go on to Forbidden Door to compete for the interim AEW World Championship. CM Punk has not relinquished the title. We right. will have an interim champion. They'll be crowned for Ben Dorman. All right. <clears throat> AEW Rampage. There's a special announcement. CM Punk speaks. Uh, it's been the first time that uh, we got a CM Punk speaks since the second episode of Rampage. <laughs> Uh, CM Punk comes out. <laughs> Look at my eyes. I'm oh, crying. All right, all right, all right. It was a serious. It was, you it was see a me bust my ass on your TV. Oh, I have to go get foot surgery. You know um, yourself? You proud of yourself? Oh yeah, off the top, man. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, CM Punk, he comes out crying, talking a whole bunch of stuff before just getting to the point. Um, a little filibuster. And uh, um, he just says, yeah, man, I have to get foot surgery. And didn't really disclose what the foot injury is, like, you know, the medical term or whatever the procedure is. Um, where it is tonight uh, on AEW Dynamite is that he went through the surgery and it was successful. So hopefully he will be back around the fall time. I guess. So I didn't. I didn't know it was surgery bad. I thought he was just like I can't wrestle on this. I didn't think it was like I need to get surgery on it type of bad. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's rough on. How old is Punk? Like forty five by now. Yeah, be up yeah. there. That's, that's gonna be a rough recovery. Um, he's already been moving kind of wonky since he got back. So <laughs> he's forty three. So yeah, when he gets back. He'll probably be back. He'll be 44 by the time he gets back. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, you know, best of luck. Um, best of luck. I hope he has a speedy recovery. Not too bad. 
Um, but in the meantime, it was announced at some point during that show because it, the, the, the messages were crossed up for a little bit. We will have an interim AEW World Heavyweight Championship. How are we going to get to that, you ask? Well, <laughs> how, how, AEW. Wait, how we're going to get to it is a tournament where there's going to be a battle royale for a contender that will face Moxley on the same night. Um, and then, you know, watch Dominion hashtag ad so you can watch Notorious Loser Hiroki Goto go against Tanahashi uh, hashtag ad. And then at Forbidden Door, we'll come to, uh, you know, we'll get our champion. Now you may be asking, why does John Moxley have a buy-in to this, <laughs> uh, to this whole thing? Oh, man. Let Tony Khan tell you all about it. The ranking, you know, year one, stupid ranking shit. The quality of wins uh, outweighs the amount of wins. And I'm just like, okay, but he just took a quality loss at the pay-per-view. Is a well, Dynamite got- main event really worth that many points? And how is anybody... And how is anybody... Yeah, and how is anybody <laughs> supposed to be racking up these points if they're not given dynamite main events as well and you're telling me that i know adam cole is injured but you're telling me that the owen the owen hart tournament win winner dropped him. he dropped like, <laughs> he dropped in ranking he went from second to like Dan- fourth yeah beating daniel garcia is way better than winning the you know the tournament that you dedicated to to owen hart that has like you know an award ceremony, a bracket, and a title to go with, or, you know, the title or, like, the trophy that he's carrying around to go with it. Yeah. Also, and then, what, deter- what determines the quality of wins? Do we have any kind of criteria, like, quality of opponent? What's the criteria? The, qual- the quality of opponent is, oh, my God, when Moxley was a singles competitor, he was undefeated, but he took a break, did some tag team shit, he lost that pay-per-view match, as a tag team. So that pay-per-view loss is relegated to just a tag team loss. That's fair. There are different rankings for different things. It's, it's, so, it doesn't make sense. And then he just came sense, back. Whatever. whatever. We know what the end result is going to be. It's going to be Moxie or, or, or Tanahashi. So. Yeah, which is just like, I feel like it's crazy to even get here. Um, Would have just had Moxley win the Battle Royale, honestly. My thing is, is that if you have a ranking system, why not just have number one versus number two wrestle each other? <laughs> it just seems like it would make sense to me. Said he going through all this, Mo- but it's fine. Moxley was not on there at all. And you know what's crazy is that day June second is when their rankings got updated, and then Usually they, they wait a instantly week. up and they instantly <laughs> updated it that like the uh, you know within the same week. Usually it takes like a week for that shit to update, and they're just like. You know, it's our narrative. We're gonna make this work, and they instantly hey. updated those rankings. Whatever, man. Um, yeah, hey, we man, just abolish, just abolish, just abolish the rankings, man. Um, and then for the battle royale, we get a very bloated, I feel poorly, uh, poorly formatted and produced battle royale. You know what the um, problem was. I don't think the battle royale in itself was bad. I think the format is they, garbage, bro. They don't the format they have might not work for TV. Also, I don't I don't think like having five guys come in at a, in a group in a bunch like really works. Makes sense. Like, you know, 
when the Royal Rumble happens, like the guy comes in, gets his spots, gets his shit, gets to do his shit, and then he gets in the match. But if you have five people coming in at once, they all have to do their shit. Mm-hmm. And then you still go, like, you, you go, me? Like, now you go, now you go. Yeah, but so like, it's like, a, you got like in a crazier way. Yeah, so like that, and plus, you know, I feel like the production of this match was not good. Um, we missed a lot of eliminations. <laughs> we didn't even see mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston get thrown out. He wanted both the biggest stars in the match. Yeah, I saw I it, it, but like they cut, they cut away because somebody had to yeah. do some shit in the match. What I didn't like is that we had at least fifteen people in there and only three eliminations. Yeah, and forever get the eliminations. And I'm just like, yo, you do not. I know for fucking damn show you do not consider a lot of these guys to be actual uh, potential contenders for John Moxley. So just get them the fuck out the way. Like when Max Hester came out and he was kind of gone in like three minutes. Yeah, let's start doing that a lot more for a lot of the motherfuckers you don't really plan on being here. Like why were the ass boys in there for that long? Why was Swerve and Keith Lee in there for that long? Why was Hobbs in there for that long? Well, Swerve had to, you know, he got to get his, his, I guess, a heel turn? Yeah. I don't understand that. Whatever. Kind of quick. He, he called Keith Lee dead weight on Twitter, and I was just like, y'all was just hashtag Ray Rover boys. <laughs> Literally two days ago, what happened? Yeah, bad fix Did and I- all. That was your man. Stu- stupid shit. And I'm not looking forward to a Keith Lee and fucking Swerve program. Also, like, they couldn't get... Kind of- he looked kind of slow out there. He looked kind of a little gassed out there. I ain't gonna hold you. Motherfucker, I never really had, noticed it. That boy looked gassed. like corporate cane out there. <laughs> getting mad getting mad eliminations for no reason. And I don't think anybody came out of that with like mad eliminations to like, you know, put into the record books. I think like Keith Lee got like two and then everybody got like one apiece. Yeah, that's fine. I don't really care. Well, like, you know, build up stats. So when they're in there, you'd be like, yo, he's a threat, you know? Yeah, I feel you on that. Just just little shit, just little shit like that, you know. And then we get uh our final four. Phoenix, Andrade, who came out to crickets. Um oh yeah. It was Phoenix, Andrade, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle. I don't remember who the fourth person was. Oh Willie Yuta, Willie Yuta, Willie Yuta, who also came yes. out. Yes. Yeah, uh, with no mention of him, you know, doing the best of Super Juniors. Uh, <laughs> it probably didn't get many points. Just took the bookings. Um, yeah, I thought that was a very lackluster um, fail for. Uh, if Phoenix would have won, I, I would have been like, okay. I think that I would have been okay with that because I feel like we could have got like a different match. Uh I'll, I'll, say this much. I'll say this much. Um, as soon as I saw that final four, there was like zero doubt in my mind that Moxie was going to lose. I, I I didn't think Moxie was going to lose anyway. But once mm-hmm. I saw that final four, I said, oh, yeah, Moxie's winning. Oh, yeah. That's not a problem. When, when I saw that final four, I was just like, yep, a bunch of niggas that could take a loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. I knew you what got, it was. You got a noted jobber, Andrade, and then you got uh, Wheeler Yuta who just came back from Japan getting his ass whooped. Uh, you got Phoenix, who <laughs> he ain't really doing much. And then well, he also Kyle just O'Reilly. came back. That's another person who yeah. just came back not too long ago. Yeah, and then Kyle, who, you know, did get a win. He did have a, a quality pay-per-view win over Darby, so I'll give him mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, definitely losing. And then You know what's funny? I had a friend earlier today. He's a big AEW fan. 
Yeah. And we were having a discussion about Andrade. And I would just say, I think Andrade just might be a mid-card guy. And that's okay. And he was like, no, it's not that. He's not being booked very well. I'm like, I'm like, if both Vince and Tony Khan both kind of had you in the same spot, it's probably because that's where you're supposed to be at, right? So then I was, <laughs> so I'm just like, and then he had the audacity to say he would pick um, <laughs> Andrade over Seth Rollins, which I thought was crazy, but it's fine. I don't, I'm not, we're not gonna get what? into that. We're not gonna get into it, but <laughs> yeah, man, it's just like I don't think Andrade. Is, I really don't think Andrade is that guy, and I think it's fine if he's just kind of in that upper mid card, mid card position. I think that's kind of him. I don't think he's material to be. You know that dude. I mean, look—if you saw you saw how the crowd reacted to him when he came out, damn near crickets for a Joker. Even Leo mm-hmm. Rush got a reaction when he came out. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they saw that nigga and it was just like, "Oh, the jobber." Like what? Yeah. Uh, hey man, yeah, Andrade, not that guy. And honestly, I'd be a lot more invested in Andrade if he just won shit. He's just a loser, glorified bum. Um. Next. Hopefully, with with Roosh coming in, it'll be um, it'll go a little better. <laughs> um, next, we got our main event: uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley. I'm getting uh, you know, the promo that Regal and Kyle cut individually, even though they're in the same room. Um, whatever. I thought this match was kind of a Styles clash. Like, I felt like you know. They were trying to be real MMA motherfuckers, real real counter wrestler dudes, and I was just like, "All right, that's not really Moxley's bag." I liked them. I liked the last couple of minutes of it. I didn't like the picked up. You know, what was a crazy wild spot to me. The part where um, I think Moxley had him like in a chicken wing or something like that. So mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly like, bit the rope, and then this nigga Moxley just kicked the rope while that shit was in his mouth. Mm-hmm. I know that shit hurt. There's no way that, that there's no way that yeah, that was a stupid ass spot. Kyle should have just used his leg. <laughs> but you know, yeah. but, taking um, stupid shit like that. I didn't hate the match. It was, it was fine for what it was. I think um, it was a Moxley match, and mm-hmm. it was kind of Kyle working to that style. And they were kind of hitting each other really hard. You know, I like that. I like when niggas just hit each other hard. So, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it was the quote unquote counter wrestling that didn't really work for me. Uh, normally, mm-hmm. it would work in any other match, but I just don't think Moxley is that like technical guy. You know, so yeah. It is what it is. Uh, so it'll be Moxley and Tanahashi. Um, next, we got Wardlow Speaks. And this has to be the dumbest Speaks segment in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so Wardlow comes out. He's like, and um, <laughs> Giovanni was like, yeah, you opted out of the... Um, the battle royale because you had a good reason, right? And he was like, "Yeah, man, Punk's the champion, so I want to wrestle Punk. So I don't want to be in the battle royale. I want to beat. I want to beat Punk for the title, but I don't, like, don't want to be in the interim. I don't want to be interim champion. But if you're interim champion, you get to wrestle Punk. You get to wrestle Punk. <laughs> so why would he? You just... He was just like, I'd rather wait for Punk to come back than you know be interim champion. And then he challenges. Scorpio Sky for the uh, the TNT championship, who he also has to wait to get better so he could challenge him. And I was just like, is this maybe MJF making the decisions for this nigga was the right thing? 
he had the, he had the uh, Britney Spears conservatorship. He can't he can't make he make a decision by himself. Well, he can't make a good decision by himself. That is the stupidest <laughs> shit I ever heard. And yeah, now, I I, you know, I was like, huh? Oh, ch- challenging for Scorpio's guy, and then Mark Stur- uh smart Mark Sterling comes out, and he's like, ah, 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 don't don't look at him, bro. You either wrestle me, or you wrestle twenty thousand niggas to next week. And then Warlow didn't really pick either. And they picked for him, so he's going to be wrestling a thousand niggas next week. I'm in a club with a hundred thousand. I'm at dynamite with a hundred thousand niggas. Yeah. So, yo, uh, like, that's crazy. Like what I said, the, the crazy eighty-eight. Um, but you get to you actually get to see him fight the crazy eighty-eight on TV. So that's all good and fun. Um, whatever, stupid shit. And then we have Hangman versus Dave Finley. I don't think Dave Finley has ever had a good match since I've seen him. So I'm just going to talk about the post-match. Um, the match was fine. It was cool. It was, it was Hangman. Yeah. Um, Hangman just talks about, yeah, man, I wasn't in that battle royale. I guess, you know, I guess I'm not in the title picture. And I was just like, yeah, I bet your ass you ain't. And then he was just like, but Okada. Let, 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 let's uh you know let's have a match and then adam cole goes oh no 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 i won the owen hart tournament so i should wrestle okada which i was just like i mean, I mean he won a tournament he got a point why does why does why does Heyman get it why can't adam cole get it? I, i'm on i'm on i'm on adam cole's side here i'm with it why, why hey man get it because they need a match uh they need a good match um, I, did they say, like, the Owen Hart tournament gets you a title shot, right? Is that what they, they didn't really specify that, but I, I would assume it's, like, remember how the King of the Ring was, like, you win King of the Ring, and you, like, it was implied to get a title match. They never, like, outright said it when you win okay. King of the Ring. Well, like, I, I think it's kind of like that. I, I am on Adam Cole's side as well. You do have the right to that match, but I want to see Hangman Page because he's good. Um, I'm curious how they're gonna settle this, and if it's gonna be a triple threat, fucking. Kill I hope me. not. I really hope it's not. I hope it's one on one. I'd much rather if, if it's one on one Cole versus Okada or one on one Hangman versus Okada. I'd rather that than the three way. Don't do no. Don't do no three way, man. I, I feel like uh, if you if, to do uh, uh, Okada's AEW debut in a triple threat, yeah, it would just kind of diminish it. I mean, they do a lot of stupid shit in AEW, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Um, quick hits. The new AEW All-Atlantic Tournament. Uh, there is a new belt. Is the All-Atlantic. Not Intercontinental. Don't call it that. Um, you know, this reminds me of, or more, it more so reminds me of the European Championship. Um because like initially that was supposed to be a belt that was only defended in Europe, and then at some point they kind of just said fuck that, and it became like a random um, mm-hmm. mid card title. I think this is kind of be the same thing with this. Mm-hmm. And apparently, um, we have folks from what is it UK with Pac, uh, Australia with Buddy Matthews, um. Excuse me. Canada with Ethan Page, Miro with uh, Bulgaria, uh, Pensa representing Mexico, and Malachi Black representing Dutchland. 
And it's that guy, Greg, shout out to him. He was just like, a lot of these places, well, like, I feel like one of these places aren't on the Atlantic. So how is this all Atlantic? Also on the but, belt, they have like the Japanese flag on it, which I'm very much sure is not in the Atlantic Ocean. I'm no geography major, but I very much believe sure. that the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. we're defending. Also, the sheer amount of championships in NXT, I mean, I'm sorry, AEW now, it's getting kind of crazy. There's what? One, My two, thing three, is, four, five, six, seven if you cloud, include FTW, and there's like three more if you include the Ring of Honor belts. My thing is, is that you're, you are imp- implementing new titles in a promotion where nobody expresses championship aspirations. <laughs> yeah, you keep saying that. It's funny. It really is nobody, true. Nobody, nobody wants, wants to, to fight a for a championship. So we're going to have this tournament. This thing is going to fight and it has no challengers because nobody has championship aspirations. Like, why is Malachi Black fighting for this? But he wasn't trying to get the TNT uh, title just a few months ago. Did he beef him with um, Death Triangle for too long? Like, Miro was the only one that was just like, you know, he want his shit back, but he's going to have to settle for this. What the fuck? Um, yeah. Ethan Page was never close to it. Um, whoever the hell they're going to have the schedule for the New Japan match, I'm just like, whatever. I don't really care. Um, they're speculating that is going to be it's that Doc Gallows and fucking Yano match. Ugh, I hope not. Oh, my God. I, I, I am praying, 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 praying. That is anything but. I think I think we'll see Toriano on the on the Forbidden Door card. We might see like Toriano versus Dan Housen or something, something goofy. Um, I hope to, I also, hope Tony Khan don't hear this. <laughs> also, um, this is surprising. I thought we heard rumors about the trio championship for a long time. Tony Khan talked about the trio championship, which is a better I, fit for AEW. Yeah, I think that would have been a better idea. I don't think you need a second mid card championship. They can't even get the first one right. TNT championship has been a mess for. And like you can't. Three you can't even. You can't even get the fucking ROH title match. They still got fucking Sunil Singh, fucking waiting in the wings for Samoa Joe. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, what are yes. you niggas doing here? So yeah, then, then, then I don't know. I just see. It was an interesting Still-fitted. choice. Yeah, I feel like I don't. I don't really understand the logic of making this belt. I think I think a trio's belt. I, I I don't think they need to add any more belts, but I think a trio's belt would have probably been. A I think choice and, and then we'll uh, looking looking at the top of the bracket, we have four guys in this tournament that is part of a trio's team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it is what it is, man. Um, Pac versus Buddy Buddy Matthews. I thought it was fine. Uh, there was no real doubt in my mind that this match was going to be bad. Um, yeah, no, not these I was expecting people. shenanigans and we didn't really get many or at all. So, so good with me, man. Excuse me. Next, we got Will Ospreay debuting in a Trent Beretta Speaks segment, which I was just like, nigga, please. <laughs> Yo, when I saw the little, the little advertisement on the bottom that Trent, Trent Beretta Speaks, I'm like, who, who had for him this? Who I was just like, that? <laughs> like, you should have had FTR Speaks. People like FTR. Yeah, is it Trent Beretta speak? Who gives a fuck what Trent Beretta got to say? I don't care. Do you care about yeah, Trent Beretta? What she had to I say? I still absolutely you not. You don't even be on the show. What are we doing? Exactly. And then, <laughs> what, uh, I mean, what is it? What Rocky Romero's not around. And then we got uh, none of the best friends are around. I guess, you know, Trent lost all his friends. On Best um, Friend Day. 
and then Will Ospreay and his troop comes out uh, and then starts beating him up. And boy, that would make it came out the crickets, bro. Yeah. Uh, he my thing is, yeah, a little pop. I'm not gonna say it wasn't Andrade bad. Yeah, yeah it wasn't pop. Andrade bad, but I was just like, you know, they his music played and the crowd was just like, who the fuck is this? And I was just like, y'all niggas not watching New Japan Strong? I heard it was some of the best weekly wrestling, man. Going on? I think they knew who he was. Also, I know you know they didn't know who he was. Well, they uh they didn't pop until he like came out, and I feel like that pop is mediocre for the megastar that people were telling me that Will Ospreay is. Got you. Okay. You know what? I realized I hadn't seen Will Ospreay in a minute, so I kind of forgot what he, I when I saw him. I was like, oh, this Will Ospreay. I forgot what he looked like. I guess he has a little beard now. He looked kind of like Logan so, Paul or some shit. He's, a, he's just a short nigga with a big ass head. Uh, uh, he, he 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 uh. He's like a blonde, uh, he, he a blonde Jordan Devlin. He's not short. He's a brickhead nigga. He's, he's 6'1". Uh, short to me, but he a brickhead yeah. nigga. Sorry, Michael Jordan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't really care for Will Ospreay, but I'll be honest, I haven't watched Will Ospreay wrestle in a long time. Um, so maybe he's improved since the last time I saw him. I don't know. Um... Interesting to see what he'll be doing. I hope it's not United Empire versus Best Friends in FTR because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what you about to get? I, I would hope that if they were going to use uh, Will Ospreay, they would use him outside of a, a, a 10-man tag match. I would hope. I feel like a Will Ospreay is a guy you put in a singles match. As much as I don't care about him, I mean, <laughs> I feel I, I realize who he is. I think you should put him in a, in a singles match. Yes, I, I will agree with you there. To me, it's looking like it's about to be Trent Beretta with FTR versus uh, United Empire. And I'm just like, boy, that match is going to be stinky and winky, bitch. Uh, yeah. So it is what it is. Next, speak, speaking of stinky winky, bro, we got Thunder Rosa versus Marina Shafir. See, we, what we, asked for, is, we what? asked for this. We asked for this. We know this is our fault. We asked for Thunder Rosa to be on the show. This is what we asked for. Mm-hmm. And this is what we got. I'm sure she was just happy to have a match on the show. Sad. Um, hey, man. Matt Bloom. Anybody on the next team, man? We any talk. trainers? <laughs> any any professional uh, you know, personnel that's over there, man? What, what the y'all fuck doing? was Marina Shafir doing over there, man? Dog. She was in, she was in the PC for what, like gotta be four or five years so long bro and it looked she, like she didn't have a training and a lick of her she, life she bro. looked so lost out there i said oh no that 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 mma shit she be doing talk she didn't even do a judo throw right also what's up with her music i hate her music it's so weird it's bad enough she doesn't get a reaction but her music is so like slow and like melancholy that is like it makes it even worse it's almost like depressing watching her come out uh, um, it's depressing watching this match in full bro I'm, yeah I'm, this match was, was not good of, of all of all the women's matches that you don't want to cut short you let this one go long that shit crazy to me bro yeah when she was not good when she was struggling to do that snap suplex against who i you know thunder rosa who has a lot of ring experience i'm just like what is going on yeah, that wasn't a good match. Um, Very worrisome. I I don't know why they keep trotting Marina Shafir out there on TV like that. They need to keep her on dark because she can figure it out. Because um, this is the second title match she's had on TV because she wrestled Jade not too long ago too for the ship. So I don't know what they're I'm trying just, to do with like, her. What the fuck, bro? It's not working, um, man. 
and it seems like she's only going to get featured a little bit more and more. Um, after the match, she uh, Marina Shafir, uh, so Thunder Rosa, gave her a little kick, which looked terrible as well. Um, Tony Storm comes for the save, and then Tony Storm, who lost the Owen Hart, uh, the women's Owen Hart tournament, is looking at that women's title like she got next. And I'm just what the fuck is going on here? And it looks Solo like it's Storm? A, uh, yeah, and it looks like goddamn Marina Shafir and Tony Storm are about to go at it. And I could not wish better for my girl Tony. Jesus Christ, bro. You know what's crazy? People really ask for that four horsemen, four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. <laughs> Let's not tell you about that shit. That nah, shit man. was not gonna be good. That shit was gonna yo, her and uh what is it, Justin and Duke could not well, put for, it together. Dog, they couldn't put two moves together to save their lives, and they wanted that damn tag match so bad. They were like, WWE dropped the ball. I should do that at WrestleMania, horsewomen versus horsewomen. I'm like, did y'all see those two girls wrestle? I was just like, hey man, can you th- like they're t- like the four horsewomen can only do so much. <laughs> Come on now. And, Ron, you know, and Rhonda, I mean, you know, I mean, especially at that point, she wasn't any, you know, she didn't have that much experience either. So it really just was would it, have been Shayna. Was it, was it much of a talker? Which, yeah. <laughs> them girls, that you talking. They would have cooked them in a promo. Could you imagine the promos between those two sides? Bailey, Bailey, <laughs> Bailey would have looked like a five-star chef, bro. <laughs> Bailey would have cooked <laughs> Oh man, uh, and you know ba- Bailey don't really be kill- don't be killing motherfuckers like that. But I think she would she would have went a little stupid on them. Um, but yeah, that was terrible. And then uh, another thing is a terrible Buck segment. I thought it was so stupid where you're just like Brandon, you didn't lock the door. Oh my god, everybody just keeps walking in. Um, we're gonna get a three way ladder match. Uh, Jurassic Express, Young Bucks, and the Hardys. And what did I say last week, man? I don't even know what you're saying. Team, 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 FT, uh, team FTW and Swerve and uh, Lee. Jurassic Express said, <laughs> "Thanks, niggas. See you, <laughs> see you later, bro. We about we about to run a real uh, a real three way." Um, um, I it must be like a contract, like a clause in Jeff Hardy's contract where every match he has must involve a ladder. I genuinely don't think he's had a match that didn't involve a ladder since he signed. I think every match he's been in has had a ladder in it. That shit is crazy, bro. Every single match um, he's had. I don't understand where like we go from here, but <laughs> you get the bucks of tag belts, man. Let's get over with. If the Hardys I... win these damn belts, bro. If the Hardys win these damn belts. Oh my god. Yeah, oh. like. Oh, they're think, gonna do it. They're gonna do it, aren't they? They're gonna do that. They're definitely gonna have I, that already like that Jurassic ladder. Jurassic Express like winning is gonna blow my fucking mind. And then I don't see the uh the Hardys winning. I think they're not that great. And you know, I think they want to give them that tagline. They, they want to get. They want to give them that nostalgia pop run real quick. I think they want to do it. I have a Tony Khan, uh, hey man, Tony Khan is a fucking mark. So. Uh, I think I think Jeff Hardy has about six months left of this, and I think they want to give him a tag title title run before he goes. He can't keep going kill, like this. Kill me, bro. It'll be brief, but they'll get it. They'll get the tag belts. I think it's gonna happen uh, next week if he can make it. So that is it for AEW, and that is it for us. 
you could subscribe to us at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at the A Show RNC, keeping up with everything that we do on this network. Um, you can follow Quan at the Comeback Spot on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Cyrus, uh, at Cyrus on TWR. Um, keep up with everything that we're doing uh, with AEW and then whatever Quan is watching. Um, Patreon stuff. Uh, the Vader Spot Callers is coming together. I watched his match against Shawn Michaels and uh, the big four. I mean, the final four at In Your House. Um, I will be watching his New Japan matches tomorrow. And then you should be getting the episode relatively soon. Um, nice. On The Lookout, me and Justin will be talking about uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure next week. And our debuting podcast, The JoJo Agenda, uh, over at The Lookout RNC. So look out for that as well. Um, there are stuff plans for the summer. We're not, sh- we're not too sure what it is yet, but if you're keeping up with meals, uh, at meals TV, I think you can get a little, uh, uh, I think there's another diary that's being written right now. So, um, that should be interesting, uh, to see. Cause once again, I, lo- I love a little history lesson, man, you know, uh, so I ain't got to really watch it. <laughs> so I got to watch six months of TV to be like, oh, man, I'm in the know now. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, you know, head over to the Patreon. You know, uh, $5 could get you these shows early and our Patreon exclusive content like Spot Callers and our uh, other diary series. That is it from us. No Patreon segment this week. I feel like, uh, you know, we gave y'all a little extra already talking about uh, hell in the cell for the free folks and the folks at home. So, um, we'll do something next week. <laughs> uh, peace out. And, you know, a little word of wisdom, man. We're all working a little bit hurt. Mm-hmm. See you guys next week. <laughs>